Hi, I'm Peyton Whitted from Penn State, and you are listening to Global Women Sports Radio. here with you global women's sports radio great show on the way for you i'll tell you about it in just a moment first though if you're a fan of women's sports make sure to check out our archives recent interviews with gina snyder of arizona softball the only collegiate player to ever shut out the japanese national softball team also sheila boykin graduate assistant at san diego state university we talk a little bit about the not controversy, but Fresno State, of course, won the regular season championship in the Mountain West. But Boise State won the conference tournament, so more than likely, Boise State would have been the only Mountain West team to get into the tournament. So, got her thoughts on the Cavender Twins there at Fresno State, and also whether or not she believes the regular season champion in mid-majors deserved to get an automatic bid into the NCAA tournament or not as well as the tournament champion all right so coming up in just a moment i'll be joined by special guest miley williams she went to capital christian high school in sacramento california exciting young playmaker truly humble young lady as well looking forward to talking to her and shout out to all my people in marysville sacramento and yuba city i actually did radio out there for quite a while on rhythm 105.9 Big ups, Roseville and Knights Landing. I see y'all too. Coming up next, special guest Miley Williams right here, Global Women's Sports Radio. Bless up, world. Have you heard about social distancing? You gotta stay at home if you can. This is very serious. We have to stay home. Not just to protect yourself, but to protect others. You don't want to spread the coronavirus in your community. Don't go outside, even if you think you're fine. Stay at least six feet away from other people. Two, arm's length. Two arms. Do not hug. Don't shake hands. Yeah, no touching for now. Any avoidable trips, avoid. Nope, not traveling anywhere. Pick up food or get it delivered. Staying home helps lower the risk for everyone. Protect your life, protect your loved ones, and protect the world. We can save lives, okay? Stay at home. Stay at home. Stay at home. That's the key. Just because you're at home doesn't mean that we can't be alone together. 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 Cool. Henry G here with you, Global Women's Sports Radio, right now joined by a very special guest. Thank you for joining me. Congratulations on an amazing high school career. Go ahead. Let us know who you are and where you're from. Um, Miley Williams. I'm from Sacramento, California. I go to Capitol Christian High School. All right, so to start it off, let's take it back. Let us know when you first started playing ball, and also who were some of the players you looked up to back then, whether it be in the NBA or WNBA. Um, I started playing basketball really young. I mean, I don't exactly remember like what moment, but maybe around like five or four. And I just remember my dad playing, and I would always like. I basically grew up around basketball, and you know, a family of athletes. And so basketball has just always been my number one love. Um, growing up, I Kobe Bryant has always been my favorite player growing up. But um, I've also loved Steve Nash, Derrick Rose, 
um, WNBA players. Um, I love Maya Moore and Diana Taurasi. Overall, like I've learned a lot from them, not only skills, but like their mentality and how hard you have to work on and off the court. But that goes like with anything, not just with basketball. And very impressive. You've earned some kind of honors every year throughout your basketball career there, right? Um, like all league and stuff like that. Right. Like all city. Yeah. Uh, yeah, every year of high school, all four years, I've been all city um, and all league, I believe. And then I've gone all state freshman and sophomore year. And then... Don't know yet about this year because it hasn't come out yet. All right, so take us back to your freshman year. I know for a lot of freshmen, they're just basically trying to earn the trust of their coach, get some opportunities for minutes. Uh, but it sounds like you played a pretty big role. Uh, tell us what you remember and kind of how the season went down for you. Um, freshman year, I I knew that how much I worked hard and like my drive would take me to that next level of like starting and playing a lot so I wasn't too like oh my gosh like what am I gonna do I have to start and stuff like that I knew that everything that I've done throughout like middle school and elementary that was gonna lead up to that moment so I started and I loved my freshman year it was fun I loved my teammates and overall my coach not only like let me play but he also coached me and as a freshman like starting and playing a lot and averaging like almost 15 points that was really good for me and it was a really fun season unfortunately we didn't make the playoffs but as a freshman I achieved much more than I thought I was going to also with um all state and all city honors and I believe that year I was the only freshman to be all city so that was pretty cool so coming into your sophomore year, did you have a better understanding of the scheme, how you were being utilized, and also your role in the offense or on the team as well? Um, sophomore year was a little bit rough. That was like my growing year just for me personally. I feel like everyone has that year. A lot of people will have junior year their hardest. But sophomore year was my hardest just overall, not only with basketball. But that year, I was really, like, my mental was really challenged and, like, how bad I wanted it and stuff like that. So I think that year was more challenging than the rest, which I, at the at the time, I didn't really, like, love it, obviously. But now that I look back on it, I feel like that time and that year was something I needed to grow as a player and person. All right, so take us through your junior year. You said for a lot of people that's their toughest year. You know, you become an upperclassman at this point, uh, maybe carving out your niche or a leadership role. Tell us what your junior year was like. Um, I think junior year was like my breakout year because it was kind of like a redemption year of not only like proving to myself like I know what I can do, but really like going out there and doing it. Junior year, that was a great year for me. Um, I believe I averaged like about 20 points and I broke like three records, I want to say. I had the most points in a game and then most points in a quarter with like 23, I want to say, and a couple other ones. But 
that was junior year was like I took a next like level step in my game and like my high school career which led to me having a better senior year all right, so I definitely want to talk about your senior year. First, so tell us about the challenges or what it was like juggling the academic success with being a athlete as well. Um, well, for me personally, school hasn't been such like a struggle in my grades. I've always learned to be on top of my stuff because I can't play basketball without doing well in the classroom, and that's just like how I am and how I was raised. So I've always been on top of my schoolwork. Um, to before 4.0 right now, my overall GPA is like a 3.7. But that's always been like my mindset. I have to get this done or this test done or assignment done before I can be able to play on the court or focus on the court. Like I have to have um, everything balanced out and one isn't more important than the other. Like basketball isn't more important than schoolwork. Schoolwork comes before sports or anything else in general. And then of course you had a big senior year. So tell us about your senior year and some of the awards and accolades that you received. Um, I received all city again, um, all league. I broke my own record of plus points in a game, I believe it was like 42, I want to say, or 41 this year. Um, and then I also received um, the McDonald's nomination award, which was amazing. I never, like, that has always been a dream of mine to get at least something that has to do with the McDonald's All-American game. So that was really great for me. And to be only, like, one of the two girls to get it in my area was really great for me and it made me feel like you know the long years of hard work and like being in the gym and stuff has really paid off so that I think this year that was like my biggest accomplishment for me was the McDonald's nomination that was my biggest accomplishment this year and then I know Allstate is coming out soon so we'll just see how that goes but yeah the McDonald's nomination award was pretty cool now, let me ask you, as a point guard, do you have, like, an unspoken chemistry with your teammates where you know where they're maybe going to cut to before they even uh, make that cut or where they're going to be on the court uh, before they even really get to the spot? Yeah, definitely. Um, as a point guard, you have to know your personnel. So you have to know, like, um, does my post do this move all the time? Does she cut to the basket this way all the time? Or how does she like her passes? So a lot of the times my teammates know, like, if they go somewhere, I'm going to give them the ball, and I can give them the ball. So I think for me, it's pretty easy to have, like, that chemistry with my teammates because if you just, like, do something as simple as, like, give them that look or, like, pay attention to what they do, then you know how they want the ball or, like, when they cut, where they're going to go. But I think chemistry-wise, it's pretty easy for me to know what my teammates like and, like, how they like the ball and what they can't really work with like if I give the postal ball out by the three-point line like that's not really smart once they could shoot it or take it to the basket so I think chemistry wise with my teammates I've had well chemistry with them 
And do you have a list of maybe like your top two or three performances or two or three best moments that stand out to you from your career? And tell us about those. Um, one game junior year, I forgot what it was a school from Stockton, but um, I had this is a game where I had like twenty three or twenty four in the first half. I mean, first quarter, first quarter. And I was just on fire. Like, everything was just going in for me. And I was surprised with that. I wasn't surprised because at the same time, it's like, you work on this so much that this is what you should be doing. But it was just crazy how, like, everything was dropping in. I had, I felt like I had, like, five threes in the first quarter. But I think that game was one of my top performances that I can remember right now. And then this year, I think I had like 35 or 30 something in the first half. That was pretty cool. And that was the same like kind of thing. Everything was just dropping for me and everything was just flowing really easily. And I just had like crazy passes, assists. So I wasn't just like scoring, but overall the flow of the game was just like ridiculous for me. And that from, was also one of my top performances. And from what I understand, you can actually finish with both hands. So tell us how much work that took and how that's benefited you throughout your career in your game. Well, growing up training with my dad, he's always... I've actually worked on my left hand a lot more than my right. And sometimes I catch myself going left a lot. But it definitely helped me because I know that a lot of girls assume that, oh, well, she probably only has one hand or can only do this or you know on defense you might force them left or right but for me you can't really force me anyway because I can go both ways and a lot of times I do catch myself going left a lot just because I worked on that so much but it really helps your game because you're able to finish at the basket with your left hand and your right hand or say you're on the opposite side and you have to use the inside hand so it really helps your game so you're not so much like sort of one dimensional when it comes to being able to dribble with one hand. Right now on the other side, tell us a little bit about your defensive mindset when you know you're guarding a player who only goes right with their right hand or left with their left hand. Yeah, um, you can kind of tell like not only in the game, but like in warmups if you're looking at the other team. Like, does, does it look kind of weird or do they look like they're kind of out of control? But it's definitely easier to guard a player who could only go one way because you can easily cut them off or you just ride one hand and you're kind of forcing them to go the other way. And most times they don't go the other way because they can't. So it's easy for them to run into a trap or for you to like easily tap the ball out of their hands. So defending someone who has one hand is pretty easy overall. And tell us some of your favorite moments just from your overall high school experience, whether it's just hanging out with friends or going to dances. What stands out to you? Well, besides basketball, because basketball, I've always had, like, amazing times and experiences and, like, on the court. But off the court, I think that... You know, sometimes you take for granted time in high school and time around, like, your teammates and just your friends. And I think during the season, like, me and my friends or the close friends that I do have, we would, um, you know, maybe go to the mall or still hang out or have a sleepover. 
or like hang out before practice or have people that you can like talk to and hang out with and have fun with because it's not all about sports and you have to be able to like balance out your life with things that make you happy and I think that it's really good to have um you know many things you can do um a couple close friends it's not like you need a whole bunch but a couple close friends to hang out with and really you know enjoy your life because it's not all about the basketball court or about um how many points you have in a game and stuff like that so I really enjoy um, being with my friends. Um, my prom last year was really fun with my friends. And we also had like little senior things so far, like we had senior sunrise. Um, we all went to breakfast together. And then a couple other things. I'm hoping that we can go back to school. So by the end of May, we could have our senior trip to Disneyland and then our prom. So I'm really hoping that we could have those moments too this year. All right, so I have a general basketball question for you. Look at a player like Andre Roberson, who goes out there, usually guards the other team's best scorer, but he doesn't really do things that show up in the box score on the stat sheet. So can a player be valuable and actually contribute without really doing things that show up on the box score in the stat sheet? Oh, yeah, of course. Um, there's always those players that really make a difference in the game and that they don't have to score. Whether they score two points or 50, it doesn't matter. Those like hard-nosed players that go after every ball, um, every rebound, and I've always had a couple of those on my team, and they really make it a lot easier for the other players also, for their teammates, because they help them out, and like you said, it's not stuff that shows up in the um, books. So what they do really impacts the game, and it helps on a whole nother level and their intensity also helps because it doesn't only you know pick them up but it picks everyone else up and overall it'll be like a better game but players like that definitely make a really big impact in the game and it doesn't always have to show up in the scores table and another question i'd like to ask tell us what music you have in your playlist or what do you listen to before games uh, to get you ready focused and in the zone um Honestly, I have such a wide range of music. I honestly listen to like a couple country songs too, but I think overall, like for games and stuff, a lot of like hip hop and rap and some R&B because that the fast music kind of gets me going. But um, artists I listen to, like I kind of had an artist like every year. Like I think freshman year or sophomore year is a lot of like Meek Mill and Drake um and then this past year I've listened to um Future kind of a rapper and then Drake and then still Meek Mill but it's always been like a mixture of people and then but mostly hip-hop or rap because that really like gets me going kind of like in the zone uh, overall, I listen to um, a wide range of music. And what are you doing during self-quarantine to pass time and stay productive? Yeah, um, well, it's actually kind of a blessing in disguise, you know, that we have to stay home. But we get to spend more time with our family. And, like, usually we're always busy going to school or work and workouts and basketball. But 
during this time, I've got to really hang out with my younger brother and sister. And we've been to keep like, you know, us active. We've been actually hiking a lot, which is really good. And it's not just like walking, we're like climbing up mountains. Like it's kind of like not super extreme, but we've actually been like moving and like sweating a lot and getting workouts in. And then we also have like um, some like yoga DVDs we've been doing. And we have like little weights that we've been doing exercises with. And I've also like found exercises on YouTube I can do just for like abs and legs. Um, but we've been pretty active. Like we don't really like to stay cooped up in the house too much. Um, and sometimes we like run around the neighborhood or ride our bike. So we're definitely doing stuff and not so much like stuck in the house because I feel like we're all kind of going a little crazy now, but I think overall we're kind of doing well, like not really doing nothing and we're able to still be active. Now, I also read an article about you and how you're soft-spoken. Do you feel like you're more assertive on the court and, and do you feel like maybe in your senior year uh, you stepped up, became more outspoken and took on a leadership role? Oh, yeah, definitely. I know from like... My freshman year to now, um, on the court, I'm definitely more outspoken. In general, I've always been kind of like, not too out there, but I can be if like I have to. But um, on the court this year and last year, I've definitely become a better leader um, and more like, you know, helping my teammates where to go, what to do, and not so much like yelling at them, but like constructive criticism. And I think... Um, sometimes it doesn't matter like who you are, what you do. If you say something a certain way, someone might, you know, take it the wrong way. So you have to learn to say something in a way that you know will help them. And that just comes with knowing your teammates or not only like on the court, but off the court, knowing how to talk to your coach or knowing how to talk to your teacher. So I've definitely become more of a leader and learned leadership skills to where not only can I be able to help one person, but I can help everyone else because I know how to talk to them or how to communicate something to them. But I've definitely become um, a better leader um, the past couple of years. Shout out to your dad. Talk a little bit about his importance in your love for basketball and also his role in what you're doing. Um, well, he's basically the reason like why I picked up a ball. Um, I believe I grew up watching him play. Um, and just basketball, we've grown up with that in my household, but he's been my trainer since I was, like, tiny. I don't even remember the first workout, because that's, like, how long he's been working out and stuff, but he's definitely the most important, like, influential person in my life because of, um, all the, everything he's done for me, all the opportunities he has gotten for me and the sacrifices he's made not only as like a coach or a trainer but as a parent because he's like I realized how much he has put to the side to make sure that I am able to pursue my dreams and you know live a life better than his he's always told me like I want you to have everything that I can't or couldn't as a kid or to be able to have a better life than him and I believe that that's a great mindset to have as a parent because you know you want your kid to be more successful than you 
and to be able to um, pursue their dreams and live their life the way that they want to. So I definitely think that like he's the most influential and determined um, person in my life, definitely. And he obviously like helped me the most and pretty much raised me my entire life. Now, let me ask you, whatever school you end up deciding to go to, what do you feel you're going to bring them uh, on the court as a player, as a teammate, and also as an individual? Well, as a player, I believe that I can be any role they want me to play because I believe that I am very well-rounded on the court. You know, I can shoot, I can dribble, and I can play defense. Defense is, if you want it, then you want it. You have to, you know, guard your man, but overall... I believe that it, it won't be hard to um, coach me because I am very coachable. I will listen. I don't like have an attitude. I don't talk back. Um, but I could definitely be wherever they need me because I know that I can fit in that position and I also will work very hard. Um, and as a teammate, I believe that I'll just you know continue to be encouraging. And just because I'll be a freshman, that doesn't mean I have to defer to um, older players. If something's going to help someone out or someone doesn't know what they're doing, then I'm going to help them not try to, like, you know, be like, oh, no, this is my team and stuff like that. No, I'm trying to, um, you know, like, build us up and help the players around me. It doesn't matter if it's my freshman year or my senior year. I'm still, like, they're still going to hear my voice. Um, And as a person... I just believe I'll bring, um, you know, just goofiness, and I feel like around, it doesn't matter, like, what team I've been on, there's always been, like, you know, we all make each other laugh. I, with my friends, we all, we're always, like, crying. It's ridiculous, but I believe I've a per- as a person, I'll definitely bring um, some goofiness to the team, um, some, like, calmness, some, you know, I'm shy, but... I can definitely be like a whole different person when I start getting comfortable with people. But I will definitely be able to bring a lot to the table my incoming freshman year. All right, and last question for you. Favorite subject or course in high school and why? I really love math. Like, I've always loved math just because I honestly don't understand. A lot of people think I'm, like, crazy for loving math, but I just, like, love solving problems um and it's just kind of fun to me i guess but i would have to say um history and um my government class has really like grown on me not just this year but like overall my high school years government and history because i've like learned so much and it's really interesting to learn about you know the past or um what's coming and how people have gotten to where they are today like different races and genders and you know that's just always been super interesting to me so I think overall my favorite subject would have to be history. Miley Williams thank you for taking the time out to be a part of Global Women's Sports Radio shout out to your dad as well for making it possible best of luck to you and you're going to make a fine player uh, for whichever program you end up going to thank you for your time. 
Thank you very much. So, Justin, I was playing that video game, Forest Brigade, and it was pretty cool. I was running down this, like, digital path, and I met this digital frog, and he was all like... And then I went playing in this virtual stream where this water... It looked almost real. It was this whole electronic forest world. So what did you do? Well, my parents took me to the forest. The real forest. Where I was running down this... Well, it was an actual path. Then I saw this real-life frog. It was all, like, ribbit, and I saw an owl, too. Then I played in this amazing stream with water around my ankles, like wet water. Then me and my sister and my parents sat around a campfire and told cool stories all night long. Oh, that's, a uh, pretty cool, too. This weekend, unplug. Getting closer to nature can get you closer to your family. To find the forest nearest you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council.